Real Business Owners. Welcome back to the Real Business Owners Podcast. This is episode 67 with myself, Trevor Cowley. As always, Kilo G. What's up, what's up? Guys, today the topic is um, living your life by a certain set of standards, right? Regulating your life by living your life through standards, right? Um, the majority of people don't have any standards. They don't set expectations for themselves. And I think that that's really the, where they go wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, if you don't expect anything or you're not projecting anything and you don't have goals for yourself, if you're a sales rep, if that's one of your jobs, if you're just kind of coming in and going through the motions, you're not going to excel because you're just doing what you need to do to keep a job rather than setting a standard. I mean, even back in the day when, when we were on the phones and we were selling, I specifically remember waking up and in the shower thinking about a specific number that I was going yeah. to hit that day. Right. I'm going to put up five grand in sales or I'm going to put up 10 grand in sales. I would say that prior to going into the office yeah. and really start dialing my mind of what I'm expecting out of myself that day. Yeah. And it was funny, more often than not, when I would actually go in with a specific intent or a standard that I expect to produce that day, I would hit that standard. Exactly, dude. And, and because I'm going in with, with the intention yeah. to do something, and every time I'm on a call or I'm on a pitch, I'm a little bit more dialed in because there's an objective. There's something that I'm trying to accomplish. I remember being very superstitious as well. Oh, very superstitious. <laughs> I was very, like, oh, yeah. dude. I would wear specific, I'm going to wear them striped socks today because last time dude, I got two sales. Specific cologne. <laughs> there were specific routes yeah. on the way to work oh, that yeah, I would dude. drive. Yeah. And I felt like if anything wasn't in line in a certain way, yeah. then... It it's, would throw things off. It's weird. I don't do that anymore. I did that for a really long I time. I did it for Even a long time. in the early, I don't know, first five yeah. years of business, yeah. I did that. Yeah. You know? It's weird how that kind of fades out. So I'm not superstitious anymore, but I'm definitely still yeah. a little stitious. Now we're know? superstitious about like our morning routines and things yeah. like that, but yeah. it's more for growth. But yeah. but yeah, dude, I remember days in the shower too, just like that mindset of, I'm going to go for two cells today mm-hmm. versus like, I'm not fucking leaving until I have two cells. Today. Exactly. It's like a different mindset when you're like having that talk of like, I want versus I'm not leaving until I yeah. get it. You know? Well, I think most people, it would be nice to put up 10 grand in sales or it would be yeah. nice to make a hundred grand a year. Mm-hmm. Uh, of course it would be nice just if those things just happen, but that's not the way success works. Yeah. Okay. We've talked a lot about being inside of uh, different entrepreneur groups. And I will tell you this, the majority of people that are in those groups that are successful and and really doing something big are individuals that really didn't come from much, Mm -hmm. right? If I was born into a lot of money, then I might not have the exact same drive that I have today to want to make something of myself. You know, there's the, the, the scenario of me being young looking around my house and saying, this isn't okay. I do not want to live like this. I don't want my kids to live like Mm -hmm. that. And that was a standard that I set at a very young age just because of the environment that that I was in. And I didn't like that environment. I was embarrassed of the Mm -hmm. environment, Uh, didn't want friends over. Or if I got asked to Sadie's or whatever by a girl, she had to do the top bunk because I shared a room with my three other brothers. You know, which was super embarrassing. You know, I don't. Yeah, she can go. Talk I didn't even to, let him in my house, dude. Yeah. I was like, you can I, bomb my car or something. Yeah, we ain't bombing my room. I didn't have a car. Yeah. Right? I had no choice. <laughs> Take the top bunk and you know do the decorations uh, or whatever. But, but again, it was based upon that upbringing that created a specific set of standards that I expected out of myself. 
I didn't know exactly how I was going to go about being successful, but I knew that that's something mm-hmm. that meant a lot to me. And that was an expectation that I set for myself. Yeah. And I think that the issue is, is a lot of people aren't setting expectations of self in what they expect to accomplish. And they show up every day, which is great, mm-hmm. but showing up isn't enough. Going through the motions isn't enough. Answering your calls and texts, that's not enough. Yeah. Are you actually doing what other people are doing to you, which is reaching out to you? Are you reaching out to people? Yeah. You know, trying to kick up business. You know, so the idea is successful people don't become successful by accident, is is definitely by choice. And that choice is raising or elevating what they expect from themselves, yeah. right? Um, most people wait till they get into a very, very low spot in their life. And then they get so sick of living like that, whether it's, you know, your physique, you know, mm-hmm. uh, your health. Some people let their health completely go and then they get fed up and then they make a change. Yeah. The idea is to... Then they have a bigger mountain to climb. Then they have a bigger mountain to climb, which is which is fine. It'll create a lot yeah. more discipline. And, I know and exactly lot, how that feels. You know <laughs> what I mean? It's like, it's... But don't wait till you get to the point where you're completely yeah. fed up. It is cho- it is hundred percent choice, and I don't think enough people are making that choice to determine how their life is ultimately going to mm. de- de- turn out. And right? it's not, dude. Health health choice is such a big big role, right? In in the standards that you do set for yourself for your success as well. And uh, it's not even just it's not even just weight or anything, man. Like how many guys we've seen level up when they're like, dude, I'm gonna quit smoking weed. Mm. I'm gonna quit, you know, drinking, uh, drinking. I'm gonna quit you know? this or whatever. Yeah. And again, we're not <clears throat> over here trying to tell you guys to quit this or do that. that that's definitely a personal decision yeah. but that you, you guys need to make. But, but you know, if it affects you or not, you oh, know, yeah. you know, if, if you are functioning, uh, alcoholic or a functioning weed smoker and, and you know you can still get by but yeah. you you also know if it does hold you back yeah. from your full potential too so if you make that choice to like hey i'm gonna give this up because i want to level up right i've well, never i've never met anybody at all that, that's given it up that didn't level up in their life well we had jefferson on the podcast and he talked about you know he was a door-to-door sales mm-hmm. guy at one point he would go knock the doors and then he would yeah. go get home and start drinking yeah and he was functioning i mean and he, he was functioning he was making money yeah you know um but he got to a point where he got fed up and he decided to ultimately make a change and yeah. expect more out of himself and now he's you know, and then he came and talked to us about starting his own company. We said, yeah, you should do it, dude. If you already know how to do the selling, you can put the fulfillment stuff together. That's not the difficult part because you're basically contracting that out anyways, mm-hmm. right? And so this individual's elevated quite a bit over the last two or three years since he first came in and, and spoke to us. But he made the conscious choice of setting a standard for himself where he's not okay just coming home and drinking every single night just to kick his feet up and relax. I think what happens is we give ourselves uh, a lot of credit. Man, I put in a hard day's work. Mm. I deserve this. Or, you know, now I can kick my feet up and and crack open a beer or whatever it is. Me and Kel enjoy a a, a nice drink just like Mm. anybody else. But it's it's in moderation, mm-hmm. right? We do it when we're you know camping or we're out of town. Mexico's it's, a must. Me- Mexico, me. I can't not yeah. drink in Mexico. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, so again, it's it's in moderation, right? right. You're, you're not letting something ultimately take over your life. Or if you're thinking about something like that, like a vice, while you're at work, can't wait to get home to have the drink or whatever it is. 
then obviously that that's controlling you a little bit more so than it should because it's top of mind before you're even doing that, mm-hmm. right? And so they're just just like that is a negative that can work in a positive manner too if you have a, set an expectation of yourself of what you, where you are versus where you want to be. Mm-hmm. Let's say for instance you expect more out of your health. At the end of the workday, you might be thinking about going to hit the gym because that's now top of mind because you've set an increased standard for yourself of what you expect to accomplish. I really think the issue comes down to ownership, right? They're not taking ownership of their life and their situation. They continue to make excuses or place blame. Therefore, it lets them off the hook for having to do the work, whether it is going to the gym, whether it is staying extra hours. Uh, the average person shows up Monday through Friday. Mm-hmm. You're doing exactly what the average person is doing. They're working their five days a week. They're collecting a check. They're going home, and then they're relaxing. Yeah. You know, we've talked about self-improvement quite a bit on the podcast. There's things that individuals could be doing outside of work to improve their skills or improve the way that they think, but they're not doing it, yeah. right? Because they don't expect more out of themselves, right? And so people that live paycheck to paycheck or just get by – They're okay with just getting by, and that's why they just get by. Now, you talk to an individual that's successful, and you say, hey, you know, what if you made 50 grand a year? I wouldn't allow it. I would figure out a way to make sure that that doesn't happen, right? right? And we've watched people. We had Stuman on the podcast recently talk about, you know, making decent money, $750,000 a year, losing it, and then figuring out a different way to go about it to now make millions and millions of dollars every single year. Yeah. Because he has a specific set of standards that he expects from himself. And so his decisions ultimately start lining up with some of those standards, right? Well, he, he always chooses to raise his standards too. You know what I mean? So it's, it's not it like doesn't stop. he doesn't go, oh, dude, I got to get back to making 750000 He's like, I got to get back to making 750000 Then I want to figure out how to make a million. Then yeah. I got to figure out how to go up from there. And then, yeah. you know what I mean? And, and I got to figure out how to uh, give more and increase other people's lives and make better choices and, and help other people win so that I can continue to make more. Like he continues to raise his standards in multiple areas, right? And and we do that too, you know what I mean? It's uh, uh it's all, dude. It's all choice, just like we talked about right before we started this, man. Well, it's 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 funny that um, it's just a matter of how hungry you are for what you say that you want, mm-hmm. right? A lot of people say they want success, or they they say that they want to make a hundred grand a year, two hundred, a half a million, whatever it is, but their actions don't even come close to lining up with what they say that they want, right? Right, and so that becomes an issue. It's just like this. If there's an individual that's starving, let's say a caveman or whatever, right? He's going to be hyper-focused and take his time and do all the right things to make sure that he eats that night. Mm -hmm. If you have somebody that just barely had a a big old meal and then they go out hunting, they might not be as laser-focused. They might not have that exact same intent when they're out hunting because one is actually starving and it could be life and death Mm -hmm. and the other one's fed. So I think that the issue comes down to this. I think a lot of people set goals for themselves. It's funny when they're trying to turn from, you know, a child to a grown up, whether it's a man, whether it's a woman, they're very specific about their goal. I want to get a new car. And then all of a sudden they they become a little bit more hyper-focused because they want this new car. They have this thing. They have a reason to be focused. They have a reason to elevate the standards that they expect out of themselves. And so then they get the car. Then they're hyper-focused on getting the house. Then they get a house. Mm -hmm. Now they have 
a vehicle, they have shelter, and they have food. And I think that's where people stop. Right. It's done. Yeah. The comfort, basic comfort needs zone kicks in. The basic huge. needs are met. Right. Right? Because after that, what other goals have you set for yourself? Because it seems as though when you really wanted something, you turned it up. And you expected yourself to get that car that you've really wanted or that home that you wanted. Mm-hmm. But that's where the goals stop for right. the, the majority of people. They then just show up and do the very minimal or do the basic and receive a paycheck to maintain their lifestyle. So again, at that point, their standards have been set as I'm okay as long as I have a house and I have a car and I have a job. That's it. Now, some people are forced to elevate their standards by getting fired or whatever it is. And they say, you know what? I don't want to do that anymore. I need to do something different. But in that case, it's a forced standard increase, right? Of what what they're expecting from themselves because they go through a period of analyzing self, right? Just like you did when when, uh, your old boss fired you when he found out you had the side business thing going, right? right? You go through a period of soul searching and trying to figure it out. And then my guess is when that happened, the intent was different. Yeah. It was now do or die. This was the way that you were going to eat. Yeah. And if you didn't make this work, you didn't know what the hell you were going to do, and you're screwed, Yeah. right? And so don't wait for something negative to happen to force you to elevate your standards. Don't wait till a doctor says you're about to have a heart attack in order to take your health serious, mm-hmm. right? So today I started 75 hard, um, and I didn't want to wait till Monday because – that would be the normal self-talk that most people had. And some people, my wife even, why, why are you starting on Friday? And again, this is what most people will say. She's like, I wanted to go out. And I said, fuck <laughs> it, you know, because, because I don't, I, I've thought about it too long. Yeah. And I've, I've pandered and played with the idea a little too long. And there's something different about when you wake up with an intention or something that you have to accomplish that day. It makes that day more meaningful. Mm. It, you, you, you wake up with a purpose. Yeah. And I think that that's really what's lacking is we're not waking up with any sort of purpose. We're waking up, and the only reason why it's tough to get out of bed is because there is no purpose. There's no reason to get out of bed except for just maintain your lifestyle or your job. And then some people don't even get out of bed and they quit their job and jump from job to job to job because they don't have a purpose there, right? They don't really care that much. They're getting by. You know, we've seen big paycheck syndrome in sales, right? Where somebody makes three grand in a week or four grand in a week. And then the next few weeks, once they get that check, they kind of drop off because now they're good. Yeah, They've got a little bit of money in the bank. They've got a little bit of extra. So now they're rewarding and patting themselves on the back because- now the bills are paid, and I've got a couple grand in the bank. Yeah, two weekends right? later, they're starving again. And they're starving again, and what happens? They go mm-hmm. in and hit a big week and make a lot more, a lot of money again. And then again, some sales reps go through this yeah. cycle of the big paycheck There's, syndrome. There just seems to always be a pattern for people to just get by or yeah. whatever. It's like, some, you know what I mean? It's, exactly. that, it's that whole upper limit threshold. It really is. I I think people need to ask themselves. Upper and lower. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Stay inside of that. You know, if it hits too low, then they'll make a change. Yeah. If it gets too high, then, then they start relaxing a little bit and then they stay with inside this, this weird little bubble that they live in. The problem is people don't 
stay conscious. You know what I mean? They're not conscious of no. it. They're like, oh man, I really need this I, to get by, and somehow they they hit it, and then they're like, oh okay, cool. They get I'm that good. little bit of relief, and yeah. then it's like, oh man, I'm I'm back in this spot. I need to I need to hit this in order to survive, and they hit it right. But they don't ever become conscious of like, dude, what can I do in these lower moments? And then the upper moments to continue on the upswing, right? They just don't. Get, they just don't tap into that consciousness yeah. of like, what's yeah. the next level, right? Yeah. So, I don't know, man. People just need to. They need to ask more questions to themselves. Yeah. They need to ask themselves, like, what what can I do to break through the next level? The, the problem with asking yourself questions is then you have to be honest with yourself. Yeah. And, oh yeah. And, and people get dis- they, they, they they get disappointed if you don't ask yourself questions. Then you're not setting yourself up for. Disappointment. That's a really good point, man. People lie to themselves a lot. A lot, right? They make they create false excuses that if it was a priority, that excuse wouldn't matter as much. Right? They would they would bypass the excuse and still get whatever they need to get done done. But they utilize excuses as a crutch. And if you do soul searching, that's accountability. You're that's right. taking ownership of yeah. your shit of and, your situation. You, when when you're finally honest with yourself, you might actually have to do something about it. You'll have to do something about it. You might it. have to kick in some work. And that's the problem. <laughs> People don't usually want to put in the work. So why ask yourself the tough questions when you can avoid your issues by just either not thinking about it, drowning it out with alcohol or whatever it is, smoking weed, you know, what, whatever your vice is, everybody has a vice. Yeah. Some people go golfing every single week. There's church people that their vice is, I go to church every single Sunday and that recenters me. Every Some people do yoga. Some people meditate. Some people, everybody's a little bit different when it comes to the vices that they use to cope with life, right? Life, life definitely can throw curveballs and it, it's difficult, but when you ask yourself those difficult questions, you have to be prepared to take ownership of your bullshit or else nothing's going to come from it. Right. Because when you ask yourself those questions, you'll be like, well, I do have three kids under the age of five. Like that's, you know, it's tough to get to the gym or it's tough to work out or whatever it is. But it's not that tough if you wake up at five o'clock in the morning because the kids are still asleep. Right. Will there be hurdles? On the path to something greater, whether it's your health or, or your finances or whatever it is, absolutely there's going to be hurdles. But the issue is, is most people don't want to overcome those hurdles or figure out a way around those hurdles, so they just rest on the excuse. And that lets them, again, off the hook from right. actually having to do the work. That excuse gives them that warm fuzzy, that dopamine that they need to say, you know, I'm doing what I can. Right. You're doing, you're doing what's necessary. That's what's really happening. You're doing enough to maintain where you're at, but you're not doing what successful people are doing. That's what you need to ask yourself. Right. What are the people that I want to be like or that I look up to doing? Are they getting up early? Are they exercising? Are they reading? Are they meditating? Are they soul searching, asking the right questions? Are they constantly challenging themselves? Are you doing any of these things in your life right now? Yeah. That's what you, again, this is really where it comes to the soul searching side of things. Uh, well, I don't got time to read. I'm not a good reader. You know, again, those were excuses that, I, totally. that, 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 that I've used. It's the oldest so, saying in the book, man. You find an excuse, you find a way. And when a, you can actually be honest with yourself about that, like, man, am I just finding my excuses or am I just finding a way to get it done? Like, yeah. you get more done. Yeah. You stop buying into the excuses more when you start becoming aware of like, okay, I'm just not finding the way instead of the excuse. I, 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 I watched, um, and I don't watch a whole lot of TV. That's really not my thing or Netflix or anything like that. But um, unless it has to do with business, 
right? There's, uh, you know, different ones where people go in and, ter- you know, invest into a, yeah. a business and then they turn it around and, you know, those that, are cool. The, yeah. Yeah. Those, th- that shit interests me. Right. I've so been, that, I keep getting sucked into like survival shows, like alone. Dude, I, I, I relate I, it to business yeah, a lot. Yeah, yeah. I'm I, just like it, it's some of the struggles. It's always struggles. They're always Talk about having survival mode. Exactly. Bro. They're Shit. always having to overcome the next issue, whether it's food, mm-hmm. whether it's shelter. And in that type of a scenario, if they made an excuse, it's life and death. Right. You know, some again, if you have a house and you have a car, it's not life and death. I can still get to drive home to and sleep on my couch or yeah. sleep on sleep in bed or whatever it is. So again, you're letting yourself off the hook for not doing more, right? <laughs> but this show is called Undercover Billionaire. So this guy I need to watch that. I've seen just previews for dude, it. It's good. It. Yeah. This guy goes through years worth of business headaches and struggles and problems in a ninety day period. Yeah. So the bet is is that he can he can create a business worth a million dollars, valued at a million dollars within 90 days. They give him a cell phone with no contacts in it. He can't use his his current billionaire name, um, and they give him a truck. He doesn't have a place to stay, nothing. They drop him off somewhere where he's never been. He doesn't even know where he's going. They fly to Erie, Pennsylvania. And Damn. they land and so the first night he sleeps in his truck. The next day he's buying a cup of noodles. He's like, man, these go a long way. You know, so he's like <laughs> You know, he's at the gas station asking them to for warm water so he can do this cup of noodles thing or whatever and, and, and just eat. But what he said is, I can't build a business if I'm if I'm in survival mode. So he what he did is he analyzed how much it would be to live. Yeah. How much rents are, you know, gas, food, you know, whatever. And he figured out how much he needed to live and he's like, Okay, hey, if I'm here for ninety days, I need at least like thirty five hundred bucks to give myself shelter, food. And then at that point, once I have shelter and food, then I can have all my focus be on the business rather than being in survival mode, worrying about where he's going to sleep that night. So that was one of his first things that he he did. Basically made a plan. He made a plan right from the jump, okay? And then he went to Craigslist, found people that, that were looking for tires, tractor tires. So he started going around to old factories that were run down across the railroad, tires everywhere, and he's digging through tires. So then he ends up after hitting like 10 warehouses, finds some tires, sells these tires for 1800 bucks. these big tractor tires. So it's showing how much money he has. It watches the $100 go down to like 30-something. Yeah. Then he finally sells the tires. Then it shows the money go back up. And he knew exactly what he needed to do. He got a specific amount of money. Then he found a car that he could flip. He paid for it cash, an old Escalade, then turned around and sold it for like seven grand or seventy five hundred. Now he's got seventy five hundred. Yeah. His goal was to then have ten grand so that he can buy a house for fifty or sixty grand in Erie, Pennsylvania, that he can put the ten grand into, fix it, and flip it for eighty to ninety because he knew he needed about forty thousand dollars to start the business and he didn't even know what business it was. Right. So then he's doing research on what business is going to be good. The reason why I bring this up is because this individual had a short window. Yeah. He had 90 days to prove something. So that forced him not to take a day off. He had no choice. The time time was working against him in this scenario. So every day he woke up, he woke up with intent and he had a standard that he was trying to reach. I am going to build a million-dollar evaluated business by day 90, and if I can't do it, I'm going to inject a million dollars into the business 
and basically give a percentage to all the people that helped him. It showed him go around and get people to freaking put in sweat equity and buy into this dream of starting a business to where they would have some ownership of it. It showed how he ran and led the crew, how he held them accountable. And at the end of it, the the business was evaluated at $750,000. Oh, wow. So close. It was close. You know? But the guy said said it was evaluated anywhere from a half a million to a million. Based upon what he normally does, he just goes right to the middle. What I get out of that story, too, man, is that there really is no excuse. We have so much information at our fingertips. Dude, it was. You know, I was just watching Dave Metzler, right? Yeah. Uh, Meltzer. What, yeah. He's on our podcast. Metzler. Metzler. Yeah. I always mess up his name, but um, but dude, he just actually talked about this on one of his on one of his um story or episodes, Instagram TVs, and it was it was all about how you flip cars, right? You you go and you buy, you, you know, you do your research. What's the fastest selling car yeah. for two thousand bucks? Yeah. Right. And then what he does is he goes and finds like, oh, okay, it's the Toyota Camry. That's the fastest selling car this year, this condition for you know two thousand yeah. dollars. So I need to find one for a thousand. Mm-hmm. Then he goes and he starts hitting up fifty people on Craigslist. Like, hey, would you just take a thousand bucks cash for your two thousand dollar car, your three thousand dollar car, whatever? Uh, he's like, you know, you get forty nine no's, but once you get that one yes, now you're exactly. in business, right? And exactly. so, but we have all that information at our fingertips. This guy is like, what are people needing right now? Oh, I searched my area on Craigslist. People are needing tractor tires a lot, I see, right? And so now he's going to go find a solution for that. So that's just another point that I got out of your story just barely with this TV show, man, is like we have so much information. So if you really can tap into that that goal, right? Like really tap into it. Like you have no excuse. You have all the information that you need to make the money that you want to hit your goals, and you can put a plan in place to get there, and it really does come down to – your what topic your, today. What, what your intent is and what the standard, what the standard that you standard set is you, for yourself. You, exactly. It really does come down to that. 100% I agree with you. And there really is no excuse, man, with everything we have at our fingertips to, today. It's incredible to watch how many different curveball that guy was thrown. Yeah. He was thrown and, and issue you, after if issue. If you really want it bad enough, you get through them. Dude. He, every time. The, the, the original place that he ended up wanting to open this barbecue uh, restaurant at or whatever – that was supposed to be signed. Everything was good to go. Then that got taken from them, and it was right. a location that they want. I mean, everything that could go wrong usually goes wrong right. when you're building a business. That's for sure. Yeah. Because it's just the way it is. You have to obviously learn those lessons, and that's why, again, we've talked about it before. Once you've done it once, you can expedite the process because you're a little smarter. You understand certain things, right? Uh, you've been burned many times throughout trying to build your business. Look, that happens too. Yeah. Like I want you guys to understand some people are resting on the fact that, you know, hey, I tried this and it didn't work. Yeah, I got screwed. I got screwed. This guy screwed me. I spent five grand here, 10 grand here. He took the Again, that stuff will happen in business. There's definitely sharks in the water and there's just bad people that exist. Yeah. Bad people exist all over the and place. And sometimes people don't even have those ill intentions. In yeah. fact, most time they don't. It just goes bad. Yeah, it just didn't work. And then now they're in survival mode so yeah. that you get screwed because they're like, yeah. oh, dude, I, I had to use that money for this over here instead of what we had this, you know what I mean? I'll, but I'll make it right and they never yeah. make it right. I mean, shit goes bad all all the time. All man. the time. And this guy, and I, I I was laughing when I was watching it, and I was telling my wife, I'm like, this guy is literally going through years of problems 
because that's normally what it takes to build a business. It yeah. takes a couple of years, right? So this guy is going through all of that in a 90-day period. Like, yeah. I'm watching all of these issues, like this problem, this problem. And it was just like, it doesn't matter who you are. This guy's built a billion. He sold it for $2 billion, the business that, that he built. It was a lending company, mortgage lending company called Stearns oh, wow. uh, Lending. That's badass. Um, yeah, it was, it was and the the guy's like, you know, it's just different. Like, he's like, I usually can walk in with confidence being, uh, what was his name, something Stearns or Glenn Stearns, and now I'm Glenn Bryant. And it's like, it is different. And, and, and he was dealing with the exact same struggles you or I would deal with or anybody else that's trying to start a business would deal with. The idea of the whole show is – He's proving that the American dream is still alive yeah. because he keeps hearing, ah, well, you did that at this time. Yeah. You know, it must have been. He, so he was trying to prove that it's still available, 100%. it's still there, yeah. and that you can start without even having a house. You can start with 100 bucks As long as you have a cell phone and a car, you can build a million-dollar <laughs> business. Yeah. And so I would challenge you guys to go. It's on Discovery Channel. It's called Undercover Billionaire. Uh, if any of you listeners are interested in that entrepreneur type stuff and watching this individual overcome, overcome, overcome. And the only reason why he was able to do that is because he had an intention and he expected something out of himself. So he, he had a standard that he was trying to reach inside of a certain time frame. Yeah. And that that is the reason why he was able to continue to take hit after hit after hit and continue to come back because there was still a goal. There's an agenda that he has that he's trying to accomplish X inside of X time frame, which is forcing him to accomplish. And that's the whole point of today's podcast. If you're not accomplishing much, it's because you don't expect much out of yourself. Yeah. How are you ident- are you identifying as somebody that's a multimillionaire? Are you identifying with an individual that is in the best shape of their life? You know, these are things that, again, we did the uh, affirmations podcast a few podcasts ago, and I've been doing those daily. Mm-hmm. And and part of it is I'm in the best shape of my life. And I've talked about 75 hard. We've we've discussed it. We even said we were talking about doing it together. Right. Um, and I just got sick of talking about it. Yeah. Um, and I think part of it is because of the affirmations. Like, I'm disciplined. I'm successful. Money comes to me easily and frequently in abundance. You know, all of these positive affirmations and, and again, being in the best shape of my life. So what's one thing after saying that for about a month or two now doing these affirmations, now I'm just sick of saying it. Right. And my mind is now calling myself out on the bullshit saying, oh, yeah, I'm going to do it, going to, going to, going to. My mind's now like, fuck, you're going to. Yeah. Just go fucking do it. Exactly. So I woke up. Today's a Friday. I'm not going to fucking wait till Monday. You know, I just want to start and get going. Yeah. You know, why continue to push things off that you know that will ultimately benefit you? You know that you, if you go to the gym or you work out or you do podcasts or you read books or you sign up for that, all of those things are an investment in yourself and that you know you benefit from. But you continue to put those things off because you don't expect that much out of yourself. It's true. So increase your standards and increase what you expect out of yourself and your income will increase your health will get better all of these things ultimately compound but it's it's no secret that the individuals that we surround ourselves with expect themselves to perform at a high level therefore they perform at a high level even exactly. when shit gets thrown thrown sideways you know coronavirus or whatever it is business has problems even outside of the issues that we're facing today you know whether it's vendors not paying them and they got screwed out of money or whatever it is 
the idea is to take it on the chin and keep fucking moving forward exactly. because you have a goal that's so elevated that it doesn't matter what happens. It doesn't matter what hurdles in your are in your way. You have no because choice the goal but to keep is greater than the excuse. You've already made such a permanent choice for the goal, right? Like so many people are like, oh man, this shit happened to me. It knocked me off my feet. I guess I'll just do something different or go back to or work. Or it's not or, meant to be. You know what I mean? It's like, well, then you didn't make a strong enough choice to see it through. Because yeah. if you did, there wouldn't be any other choice but to keep going when shit goes wrong. You tried. I got to watch that show, dude. That sounds dude, badass. Dude, the show is... I don't watch TV, bro. Uh, I know. The I show is TV. great. Um, I, I started watching. I heard uh, the, uh, the new season of Alone was back on, so I tapped into that. But I watched them all in like... A month. Because <laughs> they were recorded. Uh, Guys, again, showing up's not enough, you know? Uh, the reason why you have low self-esteem is because you have low standards for yourself. Yeah. All of those things go directly hand in hand, right? right? So I would expect you guys to go out there and, and after listening to this, create something, a challenge for yourself. Whether it's the 10-day challenge that we did, whether it's, you know, I'm going to do X for the next 10 days straight or mm-hmm. 30 days straight or whether it is 75 hearts, something that challenges you, that forces you to do something on a day-to-day basis. Because if you just wake up and kind of go through the motions, you can't build confidence going through the motions yep. and being in survival mode, just only going to work to cover you know, your bills. That's right. really what a lot of people are doing. Then they come home and then, you know, my life, my life, I can't this, I can't catch a break. It's because of the decisions that you're ultimately making. You can't catch a break because when you get a break, that's what you do is you take a break. Right. Rather than when you get a break and you're off work, you're not trying to work on yourself. You're not trying to work on your business. You're not trying to work on your health. These are the issues that are going on on a day-to-day basis in the world. And the only way to combat those issues is expecting more out of yourself. So, guys, increase your standards. Increase the output What's, of uh, what ultimately happens. What's the meal plan you picked for seventy five hard? You going hard on? No, certain- I, I didn't. I didn't pick a, a specific meal plan. Um, I'm, I'm basically just eating healthy. Right. You know, uh, no fried foods, no sodas. Yeah. You know, obviously no treats, no cheap meals, yeah. things like that. But I don't want anything. I didn't fried. know if you were going to do like meal prep the whole time. No, or whatever. Uh, I did the same thing. I did no sugar. Like, no like this this morning, I had an acai bowl with a scoop of uh, protein, right. uh, two scoops of protein. Yeah. So I'm just going to be very conscious about what I eat. No cheats. Um, yeah, no cheats. So like even the the number one deluxe at Chick-fil-A, that's deep fried breaded, you know, chicken. <laughs> that's my shit. Uh, those waffle fries. That's, yeah. oh my those God. are gone for they, a while. They're, they're gone. Yeah. But I ate, ate them uh, last night for dinner yeah. just to say goodbye, you yeah. know. Um, but yeah, fried <laughs> fried foods are uh, are are definitely something. Dude, to, by day thirty, you just you're like you don't even have the craving for yeah, it. Yeah, I, I just don't. Yeah, so I'm excited. You know, I woke up this morning and my, even my workout was better. Yeah, because it felt like I was wasn't just working out. I was working out with a program and a, an intention. Yeah, right. And so you know, I'm excited to get off of work and, and complete the, the second workout of the day. Yeah. You know, my gallon of water is already almost gone and it's, you know, 11 o'clock. That so was the actually the hardest part for me, bro. I, I usually drink water, you well, know, a lot of water. If I anyways. get it over with early, like you yeah. did today, yeah. it's pretty good. Um, but dude, if there was days where you just got busy, you're juggling a lot of shit, and then you're like, "Damn, I still got a whole half gallon to drink," and you drink that shit from like seven to nine p.m. Now you're pissing all night. Dude. Yeah, that's oh, that, I, that's I the shitty part. Go, I have to go right now. Dude. If you get it done by six p.m., like yeah. you'll be done pissing it out by like nine, nine p.m., 10, ten when then you, you go can to bed actually sleep and instead of waking up sleep. four or five. That's times actually in the a good little hack. 
you know. So uh, I actually learned that from you and Thomas. When, yeah, when get we it done. Thomas on the everything podcast. early. Reading, like, water, everything yeah. done early. Yeah. Dude. And so, then your last workout is super enjoyable. Yeah, just go for a, a walk or run or whatever it yeah. is, right? So, um, again, it just feels different. It, it feels di- even though I'm just on day one, but it feels as though that, mm-hmm. you know. And, and, and I think that I've even gotten to certain points where, you know, we're starting to do really well and make a lot yeah. of money and, a and, and all that. creeps and up you, on you and you're like, comfort I need to creeps do up. something to challenge myself. And then that's where the awareness comes yeah. in. And, and I'm like, why am I hitting what feels like a mental low? Yeah. You know, is is it's almost like we've got so many different things going and you pat yourself on the back for getting so many different things going and doing s- things much greater than most yeah. people in terms of financially um, to where you're like, I'm good. Like I'm doing, mm-hmm. I'm doing more than others, so that should be good enough. And I don't think that we need to regulate ourselves based upon what other people are doing. Yeah. We need to regulate ourselves on what we believe that we can accomplish. Right. Right. Setting, you know, LeBron James, if if he scored 20 points in a basketball game, that's probably not a, a, a good scoring game for him. If I did it, it would be amazing. Yeah. I have a different standard than he has for that industry uh, or that that line of work, so to speak. Right. And so. The idea for me at this point is the thought that I came to was I know that there's more. Yeah. You know, even if I'm doing greater than some, I know that there's even greater that's available. And I can't rest on the fact by me comparing myself to people that are in my rear view mirror that are behind me and not doing as well as me. Uh, I just need to compare myself to the fact that am I or am I not? holding myself accountable at a standard that I believe I can achieve because everybody's ability to achieve is going to be different, right? Some people can go off and achieve hundreds of millions of dollars. Some people might only be able to achieve $10 million. Some people, you know, everybody can be successful. Some people, it might be harder for others, uh, some than others, right? Right. It's, it wasn't given to us by any means. We never took any loans. We continued to reinvest back into businesses. We made a lot of, a lot of the right decisions, but, um, the idea is, but we did keep rolling through a lot of bad ones. Oh yeah, yeah. We made, yeah. I mean, shit. We've lost hundreds and hundreds of hundreds of thousands yeah. of dollars on bad decisions. But you know, we just keep moving forward and continue to stick to the game plan and not let those bad decisions determine what the the outcome's going to be uh, of us. You know, being yeah. crazy successful, right? We are always rolling into new challenges, dude. I've noticed that about us, our entire partnership, our company. Yeah. One thing I would like to do. Is figure out how to do it all at once. You know what I mean? Like some some motherfuckers did. I notice. Like, what's that dude that always says keep hammering? Anyway, on his social media, is that, that Jocko? dude runs like a marathon every day. Oh no, that's uh He runs well, he I runs don't like know. some ridiculous amount of but then he also goes and that's runs that guy his businesses. In, in Salt Lake. I'll think of his name later. Yeah. He says, keep hammering. But anyway, yeah. I watched some of these guys, and it seems like, or even the dude, can't hurt me, um, David Goggins. Like, yeah. He's another one, right? Like He has a super high they, standard that they he sets can for stay, himself. So like, I rolled into 75 hard, you know, got through that, and then it's like, and then I was like, man, I really want to get this house built, right? I rolled in that challenge, and that was actually harder for me than yeah. Sadio Vard, dude. Like, so many times I wanted to give up. Yeah. But I was like, Thinking through the whole time of the process, I'm like, I wish I was doing 75 hard through the house, right? Yeah. I do this on a lot of stuff. Like, I'm either going hard on business mm. or I'm going hard on my health. Mm. One or the other. I want to figure out how to do both, right? Mm. Uh, so I'm, I know, that's going to be my next challenge is 
is okay. to, I'm gonna to set my business goals and my and, health goals and hit them both and, at the same and, time. And, and, and those health goals will ultimately help you yeah. hit the financial or the business man. goals, right? It's possible, but and for some reason, my mind doesn't work like that. I'm like, it's I, like I'm so way, zeroed in yeah. on getting this one thing done mm-hmm. that I, I end up suffering on these things over here, yeah. right? And so, yeah. anyway, that could be a whole other and, episode. And, and, <laughs> and, I, and I think that that's what happens to a lot of entrepreneurs yeah. as well. You see a lot of people get to the point where they're successful and, and they're 40 years old or 45 years old right. and they're out of shape. Yeah, they basically let their body Go. They're like, I'm going to get back in shape. So then now the business suffers. That, you know, you know I mean? again, it's just focuses that one directional. Either I'm all in over here or I'm all in yeah. over here. And the idea would be, you know, to try to figure out how to, how to do both at Create once. Create your own challenge of like, okay, this is my, this is my physical business and my physical, my health and my, my business yeah. challenge. And you mer- merge them all into one. Yeah. That's what I'm going to do. Yeah. I like that. So, guys, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. Make sure that you're sharing this information with people that can benefit from it. Um, as always, it's brought to you by Easier Accounting. If you guys need any uh, help with just setting up entities or understanding what entities right for you, uh, you know, any bookkeeping, uh, tax prep, payroll, mm-hmm. uh, any credit repair, whatever it is, if you guys even have business questions in general, just make sure you send us a DM. Uh, we answer every single one of those and try to do the best that we can. The only thing that we don't do is somebody says, hey, man, I got five grand. Where should I put it? You know, those yeah. are the ones I don't like, you yeah. know, because I'm not. And the reason why I don't like it is because they're turning outside of themselves to try to figure out how their life is yeah. ultimately going to turn out. Yeah, if you want us to send you off to a business model that's five grand to get in, we can do that. Yeah. But it's still going to take a shit ton of work. Yeah, I would just you know? I would just prefer people to empower themselves, yeah. right? And think through some of those decisions and determine what they want. This kid wanted, you know, he had two or three grand or something. Should I put it all in stocks? Should I reinvest it back over to my business or should I just keep it in my business right now? And I said, it just depends on what your goals are and what you're trying to accomplish and how your business is. I mean, there's so many different things that that we don't understand about your situation Mm -hmm. where I'm not going to sit there and tell you exactly what to do with your money. I'm not a financial advisor. But the idea is to have certain goals that are ultimately directing your decisions, right? right? If your goal is to have a stock portfolio, then sure, put a thousand bucks over there and then try to make a goal to put, you know, a hundred bucks a week in or whatever. Again, just depending on what your goals are. But uh, in his scenario, I said, it just depends, man. Just make sure that your business is fully taken care of because that's what's ultimately going to give you the ability to then make the investments into stocks and things like that. So don't short your business just because you want to invest into stocks. Make sure that you're doubling down and make sure your business is good prior to yeah. you know pulling money yeah. out of the business at least taking it at least elsewhere. he's seeking some better advice than just you know spending it on some Something down dumb. payment for a new car yeah. or you know some new threads but I, I you know i told him i said that, that make sure the business is good and if it's good then you sure put a little bit of money into, into stocks if that's something yeah. that you want to do and that's one of your goals but you have to learn how to make some of these decisions Maybe on your own mentorship you know? uh yeah that's true uh, i said you got to eventually learn how to make decisions on your own because there's not going to be somebody there every step of the way to where you're now basically handicapped from being able to make decisions because you only make decisions based upon what somebody else says you should do, right? So um, today's review, meaningful content from Cody B., one of my favorite podcasts to listen, listen to. I don't own a business, but really enjoy the views you guys have on life in general, providing good life and motivational advice. Keep it up. Appreciate that, Cody. Yeah, appreciate it, man. Guys, again, elevate your standards and elevate your life. So we hope you guys uh, enjoyed today's episode and make sure you guys continue kicking ass.